Ah, shit. We need an intro. Yeah, we do. Hmm. Next time. We'll yeah. figure it out. We got this. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, friends. Hi, fuckers. Welcome to Shit I Think is Cool. I'm Megan McGinley. And I'm Whitney French. And it took us a few tries to get that We right. did it! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode two, take two. Uh, we had some technical difficulties, so <laughs> we are now <laughs> attempting to record episode two again. Yes. Upside to this is it will sound way better for y'all. Downside, it's not as much of a mystery what we're going to talk about this week. Yeah, but it's, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We will adapt and overcome. Yes. Uh, we figured that you guys didn't want to listen to uh, an hour and a half of my side of the world being like... <laughs> <laughs> The face you just made when doing that. <laughs> it's what it sounds like. Mm -hmm. It sounds like that's just how I talk all the time. Mm -hmm. um, which is not what people want to listen to, turns out. So, turns I, mean, out. I didn't want to listen to it either mm -hmm. when I was editing it. So. But it started way earlier. So we have upgraded our platform, my microphone. I will be upgrading phone. my microphone. It was supposed to come today, but Amazon lied to me. So tomorrow I'll be getting it. Perfect. Mm -hmm. We'll look forward to, like, fancy recording equipment. Yeah. Yay. Oh my god, we should take photos and put it on the Instagram. We should. We'll do that uh, yeah. after this. Well, after you get here. Yeah. Well, you have a whole new setup, like, in general. I do, because I have started to get into voice acting, and it helps to have, like, my own studio. Although, like, I had to put... The... It was an ordeal, because <laughs> for some reason, I cannot get this foam paneling to stick to my freaking walls oh no is it falling it's starting to in some places oh like, no i have a whole can of spray adhesive <laughs> i will spray this motherfucker down <laughs> if it tries to fall off but I, I have this shelf pressed up against this one panel and i think that's what's causing it to, to come off um i also didn't put that's why i'm an idiot i didn't put sticky stuff at the bottom of it oh well there you go <laughs> That's why it's coming down. There we go. Uh, it's really the ones that are on the ceiling, because I live in an attic. Mm -hmm. Not like a gremlin, it's like a finished attic. <laughs> like a gremlin. <laughs> that's kind of well, That's kind of what my old apartment was, except it was above a garage, but it was finished. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. So it's like, it has like the, the, the angled ceiling. Yes. And so part of, part of my sound studio is on an angled ceiling, and those panels are the ones that want to fall the fuck off. Mm-hmm. And I've fixed them like three times. So the next step is just spray the whole thing with uh, yes. spray adhesive, even though I didn't want to do that because I don't own this place. Mm -hmm. yep. I would like my security deposit back. <laughs> Figure it out. It's fine. Uh, so how are you doing today, Megan? I'm good. Uh, actually, well, last night I got an... Well, it wasn't actually last night. It was a couple days ago, but I'm so used to getting spam on my photography account that I didn't realize <laughs> it was a real thing. <laughs> Um, so fun fact, I'm a photographer. I'm like an actual photographer. Um, she takes amazing photos. Yeah, I, I do it for our work, but I also recently, right, be right before COVID, of course, launched a, um, an LGBTQ plus wedding photography business. Mm -hmm. Um, but of course, right before COVID, so I haven't gotten much, but I do have my first wedding officially booked for September, 2021. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. That's so exciting. I know. I'm so excited. Um, you can all follow it at uh, FYH, FYH underscore photo on 
the Instagram, and then on Facebook, I think it's just Follow Your Heart Photography. I think so, yeah. I think that's what it is. And then yeah. the website is fyhphoto.com to yeah. plug myself three separate times. Gorgeous photos, guys. Like, if you have, like, photos that you need to have taken, the LGBTQ-friendly uh, company, Megan's mm-hmm. your girl. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be weddings or engagements. That's just, like what I want to get into, but I also do senior photos, and really, I'll pretty much say yes to anything some poor. <laughs> That's fair. We did a photo shoot for this. Yeah, we did. Um, which... Oh, uh, I remember Remember, I thought that I broke my camera. I did not, thank God. That, that would have been an expensive fix. Devastating. Yeah, no, it was a little dial that I never had used before, and never... I just, I jostled it by accident, and it changed the way that the viewfinder looks it's made for people who wear glasses so that they don't have to wear their glasses and i jostled it and that's why everything was so weird looking that is okay but no one's ever told me what that button does before and i guess i just hit it well you don't wear glasses yeah no one told me yeah so i learn things every day with my camera that i've had for like three years it works i think my favorite thing that i learned about megan taking photos is that uh, because we work together, uh, she's always losing her tripod. Oh, God. And it's the cutest thing. Because you'll just see Megan walking around with her camera, like, kind of lost. <laughs> and then she'll find it and then be, and be fine. But yep. it's just the most adorable thing. Oh, yeah. oh and then the other thing, and I've, I only do this at work. I forget my memory card all the time at my desk. I'll get down to wherever I'm supposed to be. Like, I've run across to the, to the other building mm-hmm. and, like, get ready. And, like, the event has started. And I'm like fucking hell <laughs> don't have a memory card i have to run all the way back <laughs> to my desk and then come all the way back again <laughs> it happens to the best of us i can't tell you how many mm-hmm. times that i've left my office to go do something and we work in a relatively large area mm-hmm. that's also kind of hard to navigate yeah you can only get from one building to another on the first floor but if you're on the third it's just really complicated yeah it is and I live, and I work in the basement, also not like a gremlin. What <laughs> is with my living work situation? <laughs> Why? Uh, so it takes a while to get, like, if you forget something, it's just like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. No, it I really is. Um, yeah, because, like, whenever I will forget something for an event, I'll be on, like, the top floor of one building, and I have to come all the way down, and then all the way across the lawn to the next and building, and go all the way back up again. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Uh, we get a lot of steps in, although we don't because quarantine, but... Yeah, but whenever we are open, we get lots of steps in. (laughs) Well, kind of. You get more than I do because I still sit at my desk unless there's an event, but whatever. I used to get way more, but it's really just go up the steps to the thing, down the steps to my desk. Up the steps. Sometimes, like, multiple times a day. Steps Mm -hmm. suck. Um, Or if me and Julia make you visit our office. Listen, I walked into their office one day. (laughs) I was called. I was... I was bid to come to their office for a reason and I did not understand what that reason was and I had to go up anyway Mm -hmm. so I walked up and I opened the door and the two of them are sitting backwards on their chairs we were kneeling on our chairs actually spinning in circles singing Celine Dion's my heart will go on at the top of their lungs (laughs) and then Julia yelled at me because I didn't come in at the part where it's once more you open the door. You were so I, close. I was like 10 seconds ahead of time. <laughs> and Julia was like, you have to go back out and come back in. And I was like, I'm not going to. <laughs> I didn't really know how to handle the situation. So I just kind of like 
waited for the song to end and then kind of backed out slowly <laughs> to go do the other thing I needed to do. So that's what our work life is like. Yeah. Now, well, not right now. Again, yeah, not right now. We're all and, working. For and me. even afterwards, because Julie won't be coming back. Oh, that's Meh. true. Yeah, yeah which like good for her. I'm she's jealous. On words and words to uh, comedy, and we support Beyond. her. She'll be on the podcast at some point. Oh yeah, start for sure. To have uh, guests on the pod mm-hmm. cast. I don't want to call it a podcast. Yeah, it's just like that's a word. It's a full word. Um, I also don't want to sound like pod people because like. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I kind of stopped making faces for this because, like, it's an audio thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't control my face. Little known secret. Well-known secret, actually. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm a little, I'm a little out of it today. Samesies. <clears throat> because somehow, and I used, I do this, well, I used to do this. I'm stopping now. Um, I have somehow, I would listen, I would, like, watch TikToks until I get my phone starts to die and then Mm -hmm. I go to sleep somehow I've ended up on haunted tiktok oh no and I watched yeah uh I think it's fine during the day of course during the day Mm -hmm. but it was right before I went to bed Mm -mm. and it was a and this man recording his bathroom because he's like I can hear scratches and I never caught anything on video so I'm just gonna record it and see what happens yeah and he turns off the light and he goes to bed and then you can see a fucking shadow move just slightly. I had nightmares. Oh no! All night. I think I slept for maybe two hours because I kept waking up because I just oh, had no. dreams of shadow people. Mm-hmm. I do not shadow people specifically. Mm-hmm. Freak me out. Yeah. I mean, they're I, creepy. They are, and I do not enjoy them. Mm-mm. So yeah. So I've uh, had <laughs> dreams about ghosts for the last. Uh, all night so no more tiktok before bed no no <laughs> i'm sorry okay. i've been having trouble falling asleep too like i think it's well it's because i'm changing my meds so like during the day i'm exhausted all day long but then at like 8 and 9 p.m i'm hyped like super hyped <laughs> but i'm also t- but, like i'm tired at the same time and it's like really bizarre because like i want to go to bed but my brain does not want to go to bed <laughs> you have puppy brain mm-hmm we just like, I'm sleepy, but I'm having so much fun. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, I uh, I think it was the day last week I was up playing The Sims for like, an extra, like, two or so hours, just, like, building a little, like, boardwalk cafe. Aw. <laughs> That's so nice. Mm-hmm. No, I, oh, my God, I love The Sims. That's my favorite thing right now. Are it... you playing OG Sims? Uh, sorry, Sims 4. Okay. I have, I have Sims 4. I started getting into it. Uh, earlier at the beginning of this year and it's worked out really well for quarantine oh yeah no exactly yeah i've i've spent so much money on the sims 4 recently with all the expansion packs because i didn't have like any of them and i'm like oh my god there are so many and i want all of them yes they're amazing Mm -hmm. um they really they really changed the 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 game Mm -hmm. pun uh, <laughs> with with this new with this new one because I had The Sims three like I had a bunch of expansion packs but they were still on CD like that's yeah no that's how Mickey Mickey was just saying the same thing last night that they had like a ton of them but they were all like the hard copy CD yeah yeah now it's all online it's great mm-hmm. it's so oh it's so much easier. easier when I get a laptop eventually mm-hmm. uh, this will uh, this will this will be the big the, the what the what. <laughs> 
All of the words just stop working. Mm -hmm. uh, when I get a laptop eventually to do like all of my recordings and everything, because I have a, a Chromebook, it doesn't do recording. Um, so once I do, once I get that, um, I'm going to then play that on my laptop because yes. I have a desktop too, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but it's a refurbished one, and I'm not sure it can really handle. Yeah, it's a it big can... game. This is the first laptop I've or computer really that's been ever been able to handle The Sims. Yeah, it's like a lot when of I, as a kid, whenever my brother had the original Sims, our computer was fine, but I was also the original Sims, and like everyone's computers were <laughs> bulky and could handle like anything. <laughs> yes, I I watched a, a video on on YouTube. Excuse me. <laughs> my mom would be so proud. Uh huh. She's uh, like in my second birth today, that she will have heard. Um. Where was I going with that? Um, we were talking about The Sims. Oh, And YouTube. Yes. My burp distracted me. <laughs> uh, I watched, a, like, a documentary on YouTube about The Sims. I can't mm -hmm. say documentary. It was a video about The Sims. Yeah. Pretty much made by the people at the, at EA Games. Mm -hmm. um, so it was really a propaganda piece. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it was, a, like, how The Sims started, how it was, like, one thing and then there was another aspect to it that was just building yeah so then they combined them and that was the sims one and it was like it was kind of cool i recommend it um because you get a lot of information mm -hmm. the original sims was freaking hard like i pretty much always died in a fire <laughs> yes every time or like every time something got stolen it was always like the, the, little, the little burglars don't happen anymore. Oh, yeah, um, they're like the little like creepy, and like they had yeah. the music that played. Yeah, da 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 da. And <laughs> I always was like, oh, I didn't install a, a security system until you hear the music, and you're like, well. Yep, and then you're not allowed to do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, because then it gets mad at you. <laughs> no, you screwed up. <laughs> and it's always the fire thing, too. Like, if you put a fire detector? What do you call them? Yeah, yeah, like a smoke detector. Fire, yeah, smoke detector. Yeah. Thank you. I got you. My brain is is uh, top notch today. Uh, smoke detector in. I was forgot to do it until my Sims con. That holds true in the Sims Four too. Mm -hmm. I have lost multiple Sims because I have forgotten to put smoke detector. In. Um, yeah, I. Now, oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, now my Sim has a, a, a freeze ray, so she can just. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she went into the the science science field and made a freeze ray. That is so cool. Her co-workers with because of the dungeon master demands it. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> we have right now. I have um, I had one game where I was just like, where I just had like a family, and I'm just like playing it like quote unquote normally, I guess. But now I have a self sim, and I'm trying to do. I think it's called like a super sim challenge where you have to try and get every single trait and like get the top of every single skill and just and get to the top of every career so i'm doing yes. i'm slowly going through that right now which is really fun that's kind of fun uh i was like i just want to get to the top of one of the careers because mm -hmm. i'm doing the detective one because yes that's a fun one. Oh shit i have i have corrections oh right yes you do <laughs> see we i did them in the last recording i mm -hmm. was just gonna skip them but yeah i totally forgot yeah it's completely forgot because i was like they're done i corrected them no one's going to hear the, the lost episode. <laughs> there was some good stuff in there, too. There was. I wish I, I wish we, had, we could have kept some of it. We have to remember your little rhyme that you did. Oh, yeah. No, I, I wrote it down. Okay, good. <laughs> it was really fun. It was really um, fun. 
I'll try and I'll try and like slide it in real slick like and yeah. make it not feel like I'm forcing it. <laughs> Perfect. Well, it was it was very solid last time. It was. I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and it was totally natural. So like I'm just gonna pretend like it's natural this time. <laughs> I mean, we've pulled it off before. Accurate. Um, because we did the the introduction. A lot. Plus, uh, four times now, I think. Mm -hmm. So many. We're not. We keep forgetting to introduce ourselves, guys. Yeah. Um. My anyway. Sorry. To Corrections. That yes. Thank you. Uh, I swear to God, sleep deprivation is a mindfuck. <laughs> um. Corrections. So in the last episode, I two two things I needed to correct. One, uh, the the podcast that I recommended is not wine and true crime. It is wine and crime. Um. Sorry to the ladies of wine and crime. Uh. But they are great. Listen to them. They follow us on Instagram. <gasps> they do? They do. Oh, my God. Uh, they're one of our 50 followers. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, please follow us at Should I Think is Cool on Instagram, just because it's kind of sad now. Yeah, it is. And I've kind of taken it in a direction. <laughs> in a direction. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need... With I like... think I need help. Uh, <laughs> I posted an angry alien. Yeah, with the, like, stock photo. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't gonna pay for it. Oh, I know. It was just so funny. <laughs> Whenever I saw it, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's, the direction that I have taken it in is mm -hmm. weird. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of where I live in my mind. Um, but my other other correction, and I should know, I should have known this when I read it, but the Wikipedia article said it. So I just read it without thinking about it. But uh, the pyramids that Dorothy Edie, or the place where Dorothy Edie moves, Nazlat Naz al-Suman, I think. I don't remember what it was. But the place where she moves is not to the pyramids of Gaza, because uh, that's a whole different country. She moves to the pyramids at Giza. And Gaza is in Israel, Palestine, that area. So two different places. Giza is where she went, not Gaza. So... I have corrected officially. I'm not going to correct it anymore. <laughs> not going to correct it anymore. Never again. There will be more because I'm sure there will be more. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to get those out of the way and, you know, create a whole different tangent to go off of. <laughs> because why not? Because why not? <laughs> yeah, I don't have any corrections because I'm perfect. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm sure I got a bunch of things wrong, but I just didn't bother to check if I did or not. I just until I someone it. tells me I'm wrong, I'm just gonna be like, I'm right. I didn't That's do it. anything wrong ever. Um, yeah, I was editing it and I listened to it and I was like, oh shit! And I immediately texted Megan and I was like, I have a correction already. And she's like, we didn't air it. And I was like, no, I just heard it. <laughs> So, yeah, so hopefully fewer corrections need to be made in the future, but mm -hmm. Lord knows there will be. Oh, yeah. We're only human, and we're not really researchers. No. Uh, we had to qualify this as a comedy podcast, because it doesn't really fit mm -mm. in education. No, no. Also, like, people don't look there for podcasts. They're funny. Yeah. So, comedy podcast. Uh, that is all. That, those are my corrections. Cool. Any other any other news from the world of Megan McGinley? Um, hmm, not much. Um, Mickey and I took Archie camping last weekend, so that was really fun. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. pictures were fun. 
Yeah, yeah, he, Archie had a blast. We did a bunch of hiking. He swam in a lake. Um, we all slept together in a tent, and he um, cuddled inside Mickey's sleeping bag in the morning whenever he was chilly. <laughs> Short, he has short hair too, right? Yeah, yeah. He has a lot of it. Well, like, yeah, it's short, but he does have a lot of it. Um, but yeah, he like snuggled all in, and I got a picture of his nose poking out on top of their shoulder <laughs> in the sleeping bag. Yeah, I love that. Right when we were talking about him, he walked past you. Oh yeah, he knows exactly. How to make an entrance? Oh yeah, He's, yeah. He understands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause <laughs> you can you depending on how far back he is, you can usually see his tail just going by. <laughs> I haven't met him yet. I will meet him. Yes, and I will eventually. Him, no. And then I will probably give him back because yes. he's very high energy. Yeah, and he will go after your cat, or your cat will attack him. I don't know. Actually, your cat will probably beat him up. My cat's an asshole. Yeah, I don't. Archie doesn't actually know what to do with cats. Apparently, mm. he saw one of our like neighborhood cats the other day. And he didn't, like, go after it or anything, but he was just, like, confounded by it. And was, like, barking and was like, (laughs) And the cat was, like, swatting at him. And Archie was just like, like, but I want to play! And the cat was like, fuck you, get away from me. Cat language. Yep. Um, Yes, ever since I've been in here, my cat, I had a meeting this morning, and my cat would not stop yelling the entire time. Oh, no. And it was luckily, like, an internal meeting, so it was fine, but... yeah. I do not know. I think it's he's just mad because I'm in a different part of the house. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my cat's an asshole, and he does not like dogs because he met my sister's dog once, and I I don't know how to describe the the arm movements. I did not know his arms could make a full 360 circle. That's impressive. Yeah. Um. Full on fucking windmill cat. <laughs> Uh, and so we have not tried to introduce him to dogs since. Yeah, probably for the best. I value not dying in my sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, right before this I tried to take a nap and, uh, he was like, yes, nap! (laughs) And it was 45 minutes and then I got up and he was like, fuck you. Exactly. Because he's a cat. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) um... I think I came up with a, a better idea than Rochambeau because we, um... We're really bad at it. <laughs> yes. So, so what we're going to do is pick a number between 1 and 10. Okay. And then I'm going to ask Siri <gasps> to, to pick, pick a number between 1 and 10. Ooh, that sounds fun. I like it. And then, uh, then we can, whoever's closest can pick. Okay. Who goes Are we going to do prices Right rolls where it's the closest without going over, or is it just whoever's closest? Uh, uh, closest. Okay. I think just closest. Okay. Because like, if fine. it's seven yeah. and eight, and I have like two. Got like, it. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's fine. I'm just curious. With, within within a digit on either side. Okay. Or two. Whoever's closest. Yeah, there's ten digits. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna pick four. Okay. I'm gonna pick six. It'd be five. <laughs> <laughs> hey Siri. Pick a number between 1 and 10. Pick a number between 1 and 10. It's 6. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Alright, you choose. Um, I'm going to go first because I'm actually really excited about this topic. And yes. I went first during our last attempts. So I'm just going to keep it the same as long as that's okay with you. <laughs> I think that's absolutely fine. I will also pretend to be uh, expressed. 
Okay, so I am going to be talking about the lost colony of Roanoke. <gasps> Was that believable? No. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I did, I did legitimately gasp. Yeah, last time. I, yeah, you last did. Time. So I'm just, I'm just not a good actress. <laughs> I'm going into voice acting. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so. Hi, Archie. Of course, as soon as I start, Archie comes over. <laughs> yeah. He's a fan of the podcast. He is a fan of the podcast. Can you hear that? Not not as much as I could last time. Okay, because that was a bone last time. This is like a very gave, soft, rubbery toy. <laughs> you gave him peanut butter. I did, and he finished the peanut butter. And so this is now the empty shell of where the peanut oh, butter the was. Peanut butter, the the yeah. peanut butter shell. Yep, yeah, one second. Take your time. <laughs> <laughs> There's still peanut butter in there. Go get it. You can, your tongue is very long, Archie. I know you can get that. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Hi. Hi. He's back. He's like, you touched me. I know. Uh, this, is, uh, this is why I always feel so guilty, because I always start doing something, and then he's like, Mom! Give me attention! And I'm like, no, you were sleeping. It's like, I would have given you attention if you were not sleeping for the last, like, three hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> Your window has passed, my friend. Yeah, apparently. Um, um, so... Anyway, Roanoke. yes, yes, Roanoke. Um, my sources. So my sources last time were so long because I got like literally like I would go to a different site to get information on one theory because it was the easy. It was the best way for me to get like enough information to cover everything. Mm-hmm. But for this, uh, pretty much all the theories were listed out very simply on only like a few sites. So nice. I'm not as intense this time. Nice. So the sources are Wikipedia, obviously, um, an episode of BuzzFeed Unsolved, and Ranker. 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 I've discovered that I feel like I talk weirdly sometimes whenever I was listening to our podcast. So I, I need to like emphasize you. words better <laughs> and not sound I... and not sound like I say wanker instead of ranker. <laughs> wanker. Uh, wanker. Uh, I feel that way too sometimes when I'm like, I say something, especially now because I've been like practice, practice. Have you? <laughs> Speaking of words, you say mm-hmm. weird. Um, since I've been practicing, I've been listening to like recordings of my own voice and mm-hmm. it is strange because I do find myself like mispronouncing things just yep. slightly and I'm just like, do I say that all the time? Yes, exactly. <laughs> People probably, probably judge me for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I get it. Um, so for, for Roanoke, I'm going to do similarly to what I did for the Bermuda Triangle is go through a brief, um, are you okay over there? I need my funny bone. Oh no! I just looked up at my screen and Whitney is like in agony over in the corner of the screen and I wasn't sure if she was frozen or not. (laughs) And I was like, did she just get shot? Ow! Did your cat get you? No, I would put it past him, but no. uh, It's like, I have this shelf here. um, Got it. And it has a sharp pointed corner. Oh, no. Ooh, that's going to be a bruise. Oh, no. (gasps) Sorry. (laughs) No, you're fine. Okay, so I'm going to go through, like, a general overview of Roanoke, and then I'm going to go through a fairly long list of theories and broke it up into three categories. So the first category is most logical theories and then less logical theories and then least logical theories. Um, <laughs> the great thing is that the least logical theories has the most 
things in it because why not yeah oh yeah because yeah they're the most fun and also just the way the way that roanoke is you kind of it's it almost makes more sense to have the least logical ones have way more because there's nothing to go off of Mm -hmm. um okay so to get into the background information the Roanoke Colony refers to two attempts by Sir Walter Raleigh to, fa- to found the first permanent English settlement in North America. The first Roanoke Colony was established by Governor Lane in 1585 on Roanoke Island in what is now Dare County, North Carolina. So that, that attempt failed. Um, so following that failure, a second colony led by John White landed on the same island in 1587 and became known as the Lost Colony due to the unexplained disappearance of its population. The entire population was just like, poof, gone. Poof. <laughs> poof. 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 <laughs> um, so the, the first attempt in 1585 was troubled with a lack of supplies and poor relations with the Lodo... Lo- I think I said the same thing last time. I think I said the load of Native Americans, the local Native Americans, uh, which is like, duh, people are coming into their home and like, hey, this is ours. And like, I don't know what they expected. Colonization is not ideal. Yeah, so like, I don't blame them for having... Oh, he has something to say. (laughs) He has, there were words in there. He's howling. He's howling. He's never howled unless me or Mickey howls first. One second, I'm gonna check on him. This is amazing. What's he doing? (laughs) And we're back. back. Okay, back to Roanoke. Um, While awaiting a delayed resupply mission by Richard Grenville, uh, Ralph Lane decided to abandon the colony and return to England in 1586. Grenville arrived two weeks later and left a small detachment to protect Raleigh's claim. In 1587, Raleigh sent White on an expedition to establish the city of Raleigh in Chesapeake Bay. However, during a stop-the-check-in on Grenville's men, the flagship's pilot, Simon Fernandez, insisted that White's uh, colonists remain on Roanoke, so they were just, like, left behind to fend for themselves without supplies. (laughs) For, like, three years. Oh, so, God. that's great. Yeah. Yeah, because um, whenever whenever White returned to England, he intended to, like, come back soon mm-hmm. with more supplies. Yeah. But instead, the Anglo-Spanish War delayed his return until 1590. So, the colonists were left on their own for three years. Surprise! Surprise! Um, so, whenever he did return to Roanoke, he found that the settlement was fortified, but abandoned. There were no bodies or any sign of mass grave anywhere. However, the, the word Croatoan was found carved into one of the wooden fences, and the first, word, the first part of it, Crow, C-R-O-A, was found carved into a tree trunk, um, which, uh, which John White interpreted to mean that the colonists had relocated to Croatoan Island, um, which was nearby, but before he could uh, follow this lead, rough seas forced him to return uh, back to England. He tried twice to get there, but the seas were just like, nah, you're not. Nah. <laughs> you're just not nah. doing that. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so the fate of the of approximately 112 to 121 colonists remains unknown. Speculation that they may have assimilated with nearby Native American communities appears as early as 1605. Um, this would be like the best outcome in my opinion, but the question is, would both sides have gotten along well enough to do this? 
and like it's unknown right. like this and i'll get more into this in a in a couple minutes because that's one of the main theories um but it's everything is completely unknown because there are no bodies and no mass grave yeah he's back don't worry guys he didn't forget about us no archie's back <laughs> Um, okay. He's such a good puppy. Um, investigations by the Jamestown colonists produced reports that the Roanoke settlers may have been massacred, but like, again, like, I don't, I don't blame them if they were, because they tried to take land that wasn't theirs. But anyway, (laughs) I digress. Um, but there are also stories of people with European features, um, being seen in Native American villages, but no hard evidence was produced for any of these claims. Um, Interest in the matter fell into decline until 1834 when George Bancroft published his account um, of the events in a History of the United States. Mm -hmm. Bancroft's description of the colonists, particularly White's infant granddaughter, Virginia Dare, cast them as foundational figures in American culture and captured the public imagination. So Virginia Dare was the very first um, English born in... Um, in the colonies, okay, I believe, um, which okay. was like a big deal. Yeah, apparently, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> um, it sort of like solidifies their presence in exactly the colonies. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but despite this renewed interest, modern research still has not produced the archaeological evidence necessary to solve this mystery. So, like literally to this day, there is like nothing solid. There, are th- there are theories, obviously. Um, the biggest one, which I, again I will get into, is that the local native tribes absorbed the colonists as friends or slaves. So that brings me right to um, this as one of the most logical theories. Um, so back to Croatoan. There's an island named Croatoan just south of Roanoke, and it's home to a Native American tribe of the same name. Since the settlers developed a good rapport with that tribe, they may have carved Croatoan on the fort's gateposts to say that that's where they went to because they were left for three years alone and were maybe like, hey, we're going to go over here and <laughs> hopefully live better. Hopefully. Um, in general, I think. Is- yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, some theorize that they may have moved north to join the Chesapeake tribe or perhaps the Chowanox or Wetmeoks. Uh, in the years after the colony disappeared, many people reported seeing Europeans and European-made goods in that area, though a lot of it is hearsay. The Zuniga map, a chart of the area drawn around 1607 by a settler from the Virginia colony of Jamestown, states four men clothed that came from Roanoke lived among the Iroquois. Um, Contemporary archaeologists unearthed evidence, including a gold signet ring, part of a rapier, and a slate and pencil that likely belonged to the Roanoke colonists while living among Native people. It's also possible that the colonists met with Native people who were less friendly. Jamestown colonist secretary William Strakey reported seeing Native tribes with European slaves who were forced to beat copper. To this day, many, many Native people in the region claim to have European European ancestry, but DNA analysis of present-day local families proved inconclusive. Mm-hmm. So, although this is definitely a likely scenario, um, it would be, it's nearly impossible today to check DNA, right. because it's back too far, and who knows when um, there may have been um, interbreeding. 
Yeah. <laughs> For the lack of a better term. <laughs> yeah. That's not a great term for that. No, I kind of want to change that. <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah, like... Intermarriage? No, that one's not uh, better. No. Uh, where there may have been babies? When they may have gotten together. Yeah. Some, some, there we go. There you go. Some, some... <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. So... <laughs> So, another possible theory, and I got this one specifically from that um, BuzzFeed Unsolved video. Um, the colonists may have tried to move inland to a possible fort hidden on a map left by John White. So, a detailed map drawn by John White called La Virginia Pars, it was later, it was later discovered that this map had two small patches covering a star that was on it. It's possible that the star was hidden to ensure that other people wouldn't find this fort. It may have been like a secret hideout of sorts. Um, it's it's not um, not known if this fort existed. It could have just been a mistake, but it's po if it did exist, then they may have traveled, traveled there instead of trying to go to the various tribes in the area. Okay. So those are the two most logical. So essentially they just left. Regard, like, regardless of what one, it's possible they just went on their own, and who knows what happened after that. There's still no answers. Um, on to the less logical theories. So this one's just interesting. This isn't as much of a theory as it is the interest around the word Croatoan, because the word Croatoan appears at the site of many other mysterious disappearances and just like mysterious events in general. Um, archaeologists and historians are still trying to figure out why the word Croatoan was carved into the post. Were the colonists saying, um, were the colonists saying that the Croatoan tribe would know what happened to them? Mm. That's obviously copied and pasted. Yeah. <laughs> um, you run into so, that a lot. The people have yeah, exactly. in their articles, but we just Exactly. <laughs> so, um, do, 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 um, the, the, this mysterious word reportedly showed up in many other places. Infamous stagecoach robber Black Bart supposedly etched the word into the wall of his prison cell right before his release in 1888, and he was never seen again. Oh. Horror author Ambrose Bierce vanished while in Mexico in 1913, and the bed he last slept in allegedly had the word Croatoan carved into a post. The word also appears on the last page of the logbook of the ghost ship Carol A. Deering in 1921, which ran aground without its crew on Cape Hatteras near what, what was once known as uh, Croatoan Island. And Amelia Earhart reportedly scribbled the word in her journal found after her disappearance in 1937. So um, and this last one... Question. Sorry, what? The one about Amelia Earhart. Yeah. Did she have the journal with her? If so, how did they find it but not her? Or did she have the journal before she left? There's a lot of, there's a lot of ambiguity there. I don't enjoy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My guess would be that the journal was like left behind somewhere. Because I feel like they would have said that. I don't know. I feel like if it was somewhere interesting, they would have said that. But then again, I don't know. I'm pretty sure this one was from Ranker. So I don't know. That's fair. <laughs> Um, and then another thing with Croton, which is like, it's not connected with this one, with these as much, because these were all disappearances, but this one I just thought was interesting, was um, in 
So after disappearing on a trip from Virginia to Pennsylvania, Edgar Allan Poe turned up nearly unconscious and babbling incoherently in a gutter in Baltimore, Maryland. While on his deathbed, Poe allegedly whispered the word Croatoan, which is interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was cool. That is I just I, I love like weird, mysterious coincidences and I mean, stuff. Edgar Allan Poe himself is pretty weird and mysterious. So like just, uh-huh. adds, just adds to the levels. He's oh yeah, definitely. Add him to my list. <gasps> nice. I was just gonna say that we should add him to our list. So perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, going down the list of less logical theories, um, it's possible that an infectious disease drove the colonists mad because of reports from Native American tribes claiming to witness internal warfare among the Roanoke colonists. Archaeologists. Archaeological. Archaeologists also theorized the Roanoke settlers contracted a plague. The illness could have caused delirium, paranoia, or even complete madness among the the infected. Those not infected would have wanted to vanquish those who who were infected out of fear of contracting the virus themselves. So that's one possible thing. That's a storyline on Supernatural. Oh, really? What was it? An older season, yeah. or because uh, I've seen I well, eh, I'm really behind. I uh, when I studied abroad, I watched every episode and caught up completely. I watched like hundreds of episodes. <laughs> I I had to stop watching it like season nine. I just couldn't couldn't do it anymore. Um, mm-hmm. It was it, it was sort of a uh, it was like one episode situation. Okay. Um, in I don't know season five maybe maybe four. Okay. I've probably oh, seen it because I've I've definitely seen that season. But it's been a really long time. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, it was like a disease that took over the town. And uh, I'll, I'll try to find it. Wait, I think I know. Actually, I think I remember the episode now. Right. And was it like in a weird, was it kind of in a, like, in, like a Western town? Maybe. I think it was. Literally, I think I know the episode. I, I think I watched it last month and I don't remember. <laughs> so I just remember, this, like, they call it the Croatoan virus and it was like. <gasps> yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is that Western themed episode okay yeah i think i'm gonna have to look it up after because i'm curious yeah we'll look it up we'll, we'll put it in the on instagram yeah when we post um so another theory um is that spanish troops may have murdered the colonists english uh, english <laughs> england was at war with spain when the roanoke colony disappeared and some think that the spanish were involved in the disappearance of the roanoke colonists spain and england were locked in a rivalry over the colonization of the americas um so and and the spanish troops were also also stationed in florida at the time mm-hmm. so it's possible that they just went up and were like shoo shoo we want this too like this we also <laughs> want this land and uh, just like kicked them out or killed them or took them or there's like there's like a million possibilities <laughs> i love the little rhyme i know i was <laughs> so yeah that's another theory yeah. like uh, a little broom yes the one we when that came up a lot mm-hmm. when we were recording this the first time i was like that should be part of our merch line when we start to have merch because that's a goal of ours and I was like, we should do a broom. And Megan just kind of stared at me for a second. <laughs> and was like, what if we just do a t-shirt with a picture of a broom? <laughs> and I was like, that makes more sense. And this is why I'm not in charge of merchandising. Because mm-hmm. I, my brain does not work for it. 
<laughs> my brain does. Yes. Megan? Although, a, although a, a physical broom with that quote etched in on it would be a very interesting gift. That's hard to ship. <laughs> yes. It would be, it could make it very like Harry Potter though, and just like <gasps> wrap it up really and be like, like, oh my God, what is it? It's a broom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just like Harry Potter. Yep. What, is, what could it be, this broom-shaped box? <laughs> <laughs> it would be unique, too, because other podcasts do not have, they don't have a broom. broom merchant. For exactly. reasons. Probably good reasons. Yeah. So, so many. Megan is in charge of that for obvious Someday, reasons. If, if we ever get to it. Yeah, we'll get we are we'll proud, see. intelligent women yes. who know a lot of the random shit and know how to Google shit. Yes, and that is I know how to use the Google machine. Yes, Google machine. <laughs> That's, I don't know why I always call it that. It's, a, it's fun. I do that, and then they also refer to like Facebook and Instagram as the Facebook and the Instagram. The Instagram. <laughs> I don't know why. I started doing it ironically, it used to be the and Facebook, now I just right? do it. Yeah, originally it was the Facebook. Yeah, it, it was not the Instagram, but it's an Insta- Instagram is a Facebook company. You know what we're mm-hmm. doing less this episode? Trashing Facebook. Talking about Facebook! <laughs> It was a theme. They're not a I don't even know how. It just was. We just... Everything was very, very anti-Facebook. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to go down that road again. Nope. Because we are technically on Instagram. We are not on Facebook, which I will mention as well, because I did not mention this. Uh, we are on Instagram, and if you're looking for us or to recommend us on um, podcast uh, hosting platforms like... Uh, Apple Podcasts and things like that. It is S H exclamation point T. I think is cool because hashtag censorship. Yep. Um, because it's yeah. So we do have to censor it, but mm-hmm. we censored it in the fun way because the other other podcasts that have S H I T put an asterisk. Boring. Yeah. Right. We're like we're like pink. Yes. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so if you're recommending our podcast, please recommend our podcast. There's an exclamation point. people. And it is an exclamation point, not an I. So that is all I have to say on that. Also known as an upside down I. Yeah. Oh, that Uh and, um, we're not on Facebook because they don't like swearing and they don't like exclamation points. So (laughs) we're not going to be on Facebook. We're just going to be on the Instagram because we can swear on there. Yes. And that is all I have to say on that back to roanoke yay (laughs) back to roanoke um so another theory is that the colonists may have tried to sail back to england um so they may have just gotten like tired of waiting and been like we're gonna do this ourselves um but this idea is very far-fetched because they were left with only a very small boat known as a penance which I didn't look up to see what it actually is, but I'm imagining that it's very teeny tiny and can fit. I mean, like, I'm not imagining that it's, like, a sailboat, but I'm imagining it can only hold, like, a quarter of the people that were on there. So it's not going to do much good. And there's also no evidence of a shipwreck to support the theory, because, like, well, unless they were in the Bermuda Triangle, they there probably would have been a shipwreck. They were in the Bermuda Triangle from... North Carolina-ish area? South Carolina? Yeah, I mean, like, that's not possible. But. It's, that would be, they would have missed something. If they were yeah, something would have been way wrong. Um, misjudged that by a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but you never know. 
Um, so next, we're going to move into the least logical theories, a.k.a. the most fun theories. This is where My I favorite. The most fun. Yes, exactly. Okay. So uh, I, I should have reordered these because I'm going to read them like out of order again because I want them to like have a nice build up. <laughs> it worked out fine with it. It did. Okay. So the it's possible possible in lots of quotes around the word possible, <laughs> that the Croatoan tribe executed the colonists as suspected witches. The Croatoan tribe reportedly believed in witches, both male and female, who used black magic to do evil. Um, the tribe could have interpreted the actions of the Roanoke colonists, like spreading disease and encroaching on native land, duh, as evil. Again, do not blame. Also accurate. <laughs> Also accurate. <laughs> um, while local tribes in the area did not re regularly execute witches, they did condemn dangerous outsiders to death, and the colonists may have seemed dangerous. Valid. Um, I agree with that. Yes, this one's one of my favorites. Um, I, the Roanoke colonists were transformed into trees. <laughs> The Croatoan tribe also reportedly believed the island had a spirit who, if angered, had the ability to absorb the offenders into the woods, literally. The spirit could transform them into trees, stones, animals, or anything else in nature. If this lore is taken at face value, that means no one actually went missing. They just became part of the forest. <laughs> I like, like, how fucking cool is that? I think that's so cool. Do you think it was the spirit from Pocahontas? <gasps> right. Yeah, because of Grandmother Willow. Yeah, she used it. Oh my god! Um, also, super cute. But, um... Does that mean they became their own trees? Or were they absorbed into existing trees? Exactly. See, that's... The, the way I'm reading it now, at first I thought they were transformed into their own trees. But I think it's... The way it says absorbed, um... The offenders into the woods... So I think it just means that they're, like, pulled into... A I'm imagining them being, like, pulled into a tree. And then, like, that's just it. Like, into an existing tree. Got it. Because otherwise there would just be, like, a brand new forest there full of, like, 112 trees. Right, and, like, in houses and shit. Cause at some point, oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, the trees... <laughs> through a house. The trees would just start sprouting through the house. I mean, three years, you never know, but, like... That's true. And be like, oh, my God... I'm imagining like a little baby tree <laughs> in like a little bassinet. There's just a tree popping out. <laughs> they live on forever. Uh huh. Um, unless you cut them down, which hopefully you don't. Yeah, there's that'd be sad. That we were talking about you can get cremated and put you. Then you can be part of a tree, and then like how fucking cool would that be if cemeteries were forests instead of stones in the ground? That would be so cool. But, uh, I want to be a tree whenever I die. That would be fun. I would enjoy that. Mm -hmm. Not you being a tree. But being a tree. <laughs> because, like, like, obviously it wouldn't happen right away, but being able to go to a cemetery and, like, hug the representation of your ancestors, oh, I think sure. would be amazing. Yeah. And then you can, like, see how old or, like, how long someone has been gone by the size of the tree. I think right. it would just be really, really fascinating. Not fascinating, but it would be really, like, striking, yeah. I think. Well, I think it would be fascinating, too, because, like, if you go to, to the body farm... <laughs> Mickey, you can tell how long I've been there by the level of decomposition that's occurred. Mickey wants to. <laughs> Mickey wants to sell or not sell, just give their body to science. <laughs> oh yeah, 
yeah. To the body farm. To the body farm. It's different. Oh, it's different. Okay, I'm sorry. It's different. Oh, that's what you want? That you've changed that since. Oh. Okay, they want to go to a body farm and then like be studied on how they decompose. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, and then I just want to be a tree. <laughs> it shows our personalities. <laughs> Mickey, for those of you who don't know, works in the medical field. Yes. I guess no one knows. We haven't really talked about. Oh uh, yeah, that. we haven't. Yeah, we talked about it in the last episode, but not in this one. Yes, the last episode we talked about Mickey's going to be a guest, a semi-regular guest, uh, mm-hmm. to talk about medical. Not mysteries, because they're not mysteries. Yeah, it's like Mickey's medical something or other. Yeah, something with alliteration. We haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. Um, because we are fond of naps. Um, mm-hmm. We don't talk all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I do. You can't. <laughs> okay. Moving, I, I Moving need to on. Moving on. Um. <laughs> okay, are you ready for this next one? This is another good one. Ready as I'll look. The reptilian devil of the woods possessed the colonists. <laughs> I love this one. So, the Crotoans also believed that greater spirits manifested themselves in the form of elements, and they reported a strange phenomena that occurred at the same time as the vanishing of the colonists. Birds fell from the sky, and large numbers of wildlife died abruptly in the area where the native people hunted. The Crotoans told of an evil spirit that took the form of a reptile. They said it was able to attach itself to humans, causing them to demonstrate the demonic traits like violence, rapaciousness, rapaciousness. They said it was able to attach itself to humans, causing them to demonstrate the demonic traits like violence, rapaciousness, and greed. The Croatoans warned the colonists that the evil reptilian spirit had infested the entire region, and once the infighting began, they knew the settlers were infected with the creature's evil, and that's why they turned on each other. So with this theory, they're just saying that, like, the colonists destroyed themselves, which still doesn't explain why there wouldn't have been, like, a mass pile of bodies yeah like there would still be evidence like bones yeah like regardless there is still something um okay there's two more of these least logical slash most fun theories um roanoke was a site of a zombie apocalypse (laughs) (laughs) so this combines two theories that i found that i just feel like they go together like perfectly and that they're basically the same thing um So it also kind of goes back to the idea that they may have been infected with something or other. So they were diseased and then became cannibals. So according to this idea, the settlers became infected with a zombie virus that gave them an insatiable hunger for human flesh and hastened the decaying process of their own bodies, which means that the remains would have been gone by the time that John White returned because it was three years. Yeah. If the decaying process was, like, sped up to a crazy high speed. Um, there is proof that the colonists of Jamestown resorted to cannibalism in 1609, so it's possible that the predecessors in Roanoke also decided to eat human flesh. Yes. Num num. Uh- <laughs> Weird choice. <laughs> so- I think that's the theme of this podcast. I think so, too. Weird choices. Yeah. Um, So the final least logical theory, which 
I, what would any list be without aliens? So, yeah. Um, so, theories about extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial involvement range from reality shift that banish the colonists into another realm to aliens beaming them up for a little bit and then beaming them back down to the other side of the Earth. Um, and the thing is that, like, since there's no evidence of anything, like, why the hell not? Like, why not aliens? Why not just have them, like, take them? Because no mass grave, no bodies. Like, who fucking knows? It's <laughs> true. Like, why? Mm-hmm. Why is the mm, mine? Yeah, exactly. And you're like, that was a UFO flying over and beaming them up and flying away. Those were amazing sound effects. <laughs> I should be doing the voiceover work, Whitney. <laughs> um, it sounded like Pac-Man. Oh my god, you're right! From Atari. Yeah, right? Yep. yep. Um, oh, and the really one last thing with aliens. I almost forgot. Um, so remember before I mentioned that the, on that map there was like a little patch covering what may have been a fort? Mm-hmm. And that fort may have been a landing pad. For a UFO. <laughs> because why not? Because why the fuck not? Exactly. At this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, at, yeah, at this point in the list, like, I don't even know. Like, it just gets so fascinating and beautiful. That's pretty um, So, also... Apparently, there is a play about the Lost Roanoke Colony put on by the Roanoke Island Historical Association called The Lost Colony. It was first staged in 1931, and it's actually the nation's premier and longest-running outdoor symphonic drama. And they have a fucking wine festival, and I want to go. We're going. Road trip. Yes. Road trip Uh, to Roanoke and wine. Yes. Yes. Uh, I love wine. That would be fun. Obviously, post-COVID. Yeah, of course. If there's ever a yeah. an after uh, mm-hmm. of this, um, because it's in North Carolina, not not Roanoke, Virginia, which yeah, North Carolina are two different places. Julie. Yes. <laughs> Whitney just called you out, Julia, for saying that Liz's brother lives in Roanoke, but it's a different still, state. Still technically a shout out. Yeah, that's true. You're, yeah, you're getting another shout out. This one's just not as nice as the last one. <laughs> we did talk. We did talk about it earlier. Oh, yeah, we did. So, yeah, because we, we had this whole conversation. We had a longer version of this conversation in the last episode. We did. But we're tired, and uh, mm-hmm. that's pretty much all I have to say on that subject. We're just, yep. t- we're just it's, been, it's been a long week. Yeah, and it's only Wednesday. Oh, God. I, I know. have to go clean the cafe again tomorrow. Gross. Mm, I mean, I don't really have to touch much. It's really just, well, I don't know where we are now, but, like, it was just cleaning dishes and then wrapping yeah. the dishes. Yeah. yeah. By gross, I don't mean, like, actually, like, dirt gross. I just mean, like, nah. Oh, it is a little dirt gross. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Uh, nope, you didn't. I, I inferred. Yes. It's a little gross. Um, it's fine. Um, no, I love I love the, the mystery of Roanoke. Um, mm-hmm. There was an article. I think I, I I sent it to you. Yes, yeah. So that one was. Sorry. Oh no, it's fine. That was. It kind of coincides with what I what um, one of the theories being that um, they were absorbed into Native American tribes. Okay. Um, however, the issue is that at least in some of the articles that I read, or like well, two articles that I read, was that 
Um, it was show? really hard to be able to tell what was from that era and what was from a hundred years later because they were found at the, in like the same point in this archaeological dig. So it's because they weren't in different levels. I think the issue is that like, did these things actually were they there in that time period or were they like passed down and then put there later? Right. If that makes any sense, I'm not describing it well. Um, if they, if they were found on the same level, were they from the same time, or were they somehow buried? Or yeah, yeah, is it possible? Level? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a question of the validity, I guess, of the the pieces, and if they are actually from the Roanoke era or later on. Right. And yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I, again, I'm not wording it well. I'm not an archaeologist. <laughs> You're I took some geology classes, and that's about it. Hey. When we start talking about volcanoes. I can't wait. I can't wait to talk about weather patterns and, like, tsunamis and cool shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I learned today of solar tsunamis. The fuck is that? Well, maybe we'll just have to go over it one day. <gasps> yes! Um, what did you say last time? Volcanoes are sexy? Yeah, that's what my professor in uh, college said. Uh, professor Shelley Judge is an amazing woman, and I love her. I like that you called her Professor Judge, because like, that's like two different professions. and I, <laughs> <laughs> I just appreciate stuff like that. That's true, yeah. Uh, for someone who has a name that people like to mock. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. First and last. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> uh, well, I can't, she can't, I can't thank her for my mm-hmm. last name, but the first name. Um, my dad, if I was a boy, my dad wanted to call me Philip. <laughs> if I was a boy, I was going to be Griffin. See, that's a cool name. I know, Philip. I like it. No offense <clears throat> to Phillips, but like, it's not a, it's not a good name. <clears throat> they will be offended. Phillips will be offended by this. Um, <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> I've been doing that the whole time. Uh, I, I drink, like, tons of water, but it doesn't seem to stop it. <clears throat> um, my turn? Yes. Okay. Let me, let, me find, let me find it. I have so many things open. Look, I got a package. You got a package? What'd you get? Mm-hmm. I think it's my sleeping mat for camping for next time. Nice. I'll okay. open it once we're done recording. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to do the Mandela effect. <gasps> the gasp. <laughs> the surprise is, is evident. So much surprise! Um, okay, I got okay, okay. to do it because I can only see half of your face. Yeah, that's, that's what I had to do too. Yeah. Okay, so... Oh no! Stop. Stop being weird. No, I don't. I don't need your spelling suggestions. I know I spelled it wrong. I know what it says. Stop. Okay. The Mandela effect. Uh, so some people may be familiar with this. Um, my sources are the Mandela Effect. Fandom. Com. Uh, for the fans of the Mandela Effect uh, <laughs> and Wikipedia, because always. Fuck yeah. Um, People shit on, on Wikipedia, but, like, they source things. No, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I definitely, I mean, I, like, sneakily used Wikipedia a little bit in high school because I would just use the sources that they 
cited. And like it would just it would help give like a basic idea of what the topic was. They didn't really have Wikipedia when I was in high school. Oh right. Moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oops. I mean, if they did, it was not as as um, valid. I don't know. Uh, either way, mm-hmm. uh, I did shit on Wikipedia in this uh, very episode. So just full of contradictions over here. Okay, so I can't see you at all. Um, that's fine. But I can. I am still here. And, and honestly, uh, that's reassuring. Okay, so the Mandela effect. <laughs> I need a nap. Um, the Mandela effect uh, was coined by self-described paranormal consultant Fiona Broom, who wrote about it on her website when she first became aware of the phenomenon after finding out that she shared a specific false memory with uh, other people. The false memory is that South African human rights activist Nelson Mandela died in prison in the 1980s. He actually died in 2013. And uh, when she found out she was not the only person who believed that, she then named it after him. Um, yeah, he got out of prison, helped end apartheid, became president, won, I think, a Nobel Peace Prize or something like that. I didn't really look into him, but he's awesome, so look him up. Um, uh, some believe that the Mandela Effect is an instance of collective misrepresentation. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> oh, I just hit my guy. Sorry. Um, some believe the Mandela effect is an instance of collective misremembering or false memories. Um, a false memory is a psychological phenomenon where a person recalls something that did or did not happen to, uh, differently from the way that it happened. Again, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think we could figure that out without the definition, but I read it anyway. So... Psychologists. Too late. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Psychologists call. I'm really punchy right now. Psychologists call the phenomenon confabulation, uh, which is an unconscious processing of creative, of creating a narrative that the narrator believes is true but is demonstrably false. Uh, it was initially investigated by famed psychologists Pierre Janet and Sigmund Freud. So. Goes, Freud, Freud. So it goes way uh, beyond uh, Fiona Broom uh, and her and her discovery. Um, so uh, in 1974, two people again did not look up if they're psychologists or not. They just don't have <laughs> titles. They're just they just have names. Uh, Elizabeth mm-hmm. Loftus and John Palmer conducted a study to investigate the effects of language on the development of false memories so they had two different studies in the i got a delivery um delivery i think it's i I bought a dress for chantry's party ah not really a party uh more just a gathering of people outside Mm -hmm. for her because covid (laughs) yes um but if because of all the hurricane situations that are happening uh if Mm -hmm. it rains then they're just not gonna have it so yeah that makes yes. sense. We're we're waiting to find out. But I bought a dress that will go with my Yay! Dress. So dresses. Very exciting. <laughs> I haven't worn a dress since my since I graduated from college. You have a very distinctive look though. It works for mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Uh, I like my ties and bow ties and button ups and Yeah. Vests. Your little your little vest. So they're so cute. 
Um, you have like a nice like, uh, cool style, like almost yes. like 1920s. Ooh, ooh, I like that. Yeah, I like um, that. And then also you wear a baseball hat uh, most of the time. I when do, I and I don't. I can, I can go from being like really classy to being a frat boy in thirty seconds or less. <laughs> Like for Halloween when I spiked my hair up and Mickey drew a pencil mustache on me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It was pretty good. It was really good. It was like scary good. We should put that on (laughs) the Instagram too. We should put that on there. Okay. You have to send this. That's a good one. Yeah, I'll send that in. We can figure out how to get you uh, access to it. Um, Oh, yeah, it's true. I'll just send it to you. It'll be easier. Um, Okay. So uh, in the first test... Uh, 45 participants were randomly assigned to watch different videos of a car accident in which uh, the videos shown collisions at 20 miles an hour, 30 miles an hour, and 40 miles an hour. And afterwards, they had them fill out a survey where they asked how far fast, how far were the cars going? How fast were the cars going when they smashed into each other? Um, except they always asked, and they always asked the same question, except they would switch out smashed with other verbs like bumped, collided, hit, or contacted. Um, participants estimated collisions of all speeds to average between 35 and 40 miles per hour, uh, and that changed based on the word that they used. Do you hear that? No. Is that just me? Is that a ghost? I mean, at this point, I wouldn't put it past you. Okay. (laughs) There may be some weirdness. Uh, on the on the recording at that point, a foot. Uh, I think it was the connection. This was like connector thing. Stop oh, no. falling, you piece of crap. Um, because I have a fancy microphone. It has a microphone cord, and it, but then it has an adapter so that I can uh, connect it to my computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have an adapter too on mine. Yes, yeah, so I think it was just it, it just dangling, kind of weird. Okay. Dangle. This stool hurts my butt. But I'm just repeating words. <laughs> Where am I? I it moved. My my thing moved. Uh, okay. So the uh, the use of these words, yeah. So participants estimated the collisions between 35 and 40 miles per hour, and the use of the words gave the connotations with the, that the crashes were more extreme, and the speeds were higher. Does it just not like that sentence? If it makes you feel any better, I'm not hearing anything. Okay. Well, maybe it's just my headphones. (sighs) Anyway. uh, Okay, now it's gone. So it must just be that sentence. It does not like. The second (laughs) experiment uh, also showed... Yes. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Uh, My cursor moved, and I was like, maybe I'm reading too far. Okay, so 150 participants in the se- this is the second study. Uh, 150 participants were assigned to three different groups. In the first group, they they watched the videos and they were asked the same question as the first study, but they used specifically the word smashed. Um, in the second group, they used they asked the question but with the word hit. And in the final group, they weren't asked about the speed at all. Um, and then researchers asked the participants if they'd seen any broken glass, knowing that there wasn't any broken glass in the video. And the responses to the question uh, varied de- 
depending on the verb that was used, but a larger sum of the participants in the smashed group used uh, declared that there was broken glass. Uh, Sorry, you say in the smashed group, like in the like the partying group? group. <laughs> we are drinking. That's why there's broken yeah, glass. That's why there's broken uh, glass. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. It, it does. Yeah, it's actually what it, it, they mm-hmm. called it, the smashed group. I love um, it. I didn't catch that last time. <laughs> well, you might not have been able to hear me because we had some... Very possible. Um, so... Yeah, so the responses basically heavily depended on the words that were used, and then memories were created based on those words. Um, Which makes total sense. Like, if I hear the word smash, I'm going to assume there's glass involved, because that's just, like, what you... Like, I hear the word smash, and I imagine a car with, like, its window out. Yeah, because, like, if you think of, like, a crash being that intense, there's probably Mm going to be broken glass, yeah. Yeah, but, like, with the word hit, like... I imagine, like, a dent. Right. And, and then a bump is just, like, a love tap. Like, yeah. Yes. Eh. Yeah, like a little fender bender. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, attempts to replicate these results with different uh, subjects, like hockey or other things, uh, have failed. So they have not been able to recreate this, the results of this study. Okay. Uh, so you might not have info on this, but I'm just curious, sorry. What, like, what does it mean whenever it says hockey? Like, how did they replicate it with hockey? I don't know if they showed like hits in hockey. It doesn't. Oh, say. that makes sense. Okay, um, so like, like a body check. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, because I I don't know that there would be another way of. Okay, just curious because like that. I re- yeah. yeah, I just really like hockey and I was curious how they incorporated it. <laughs> I too am a fan. There are some <gasps> Oh well, I don't care about that. <laughs> I care about the actual sport. <laughs> Not that you don't. Uh, <laughs> not that you don't. <laughs> no, it's fine. Okay. Um, I actually went to 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 I went to two different games last season pre COVID that I didn't have to pay for. I kept getting tickets from work. I'm so jealous. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I remember us getting emails about those. I could never go. Yeah. Or because like I didn't want to go alone, and I wasn't friends with anyone at the time. With, I wasn't, like, friends with you guys yet. I wouldn't have right. been comfortable being like, hey, Whitney, let's go to a game. Well, next time. Next time we can. Yes. Uh, do you guys want to know the origin story of our friendship? Yes. Speaking of Smash. I'm answering for them, yes. So, uh, Megan and I have been co-workers for a couple years now, right? Like uh, a year, a little over a year and a half. Okay. Um, it feels longer, but... It does. This year has felt like a decade, so who knows? Uh-huh. Um, and we've actually gotten closer since working from home. <laughs> yes, weirdly. Uh, it's because we, li- we work on different ends of the, uh, the building. Um, yeah. so we never, we don't overlap and mainly desk jobs. Um, so in January, uh, <laughs> Julia and I went on a camping, glamping trip. We went to one of those, high, um, what do you call them? Those, like, camping pods or whatever? Yeah, like those little tiny homes you go camping in. Um, I fell down, fell down the steps and severely injured my shoulder because <laughs> I was drunk. And during the time of being really, really drunk, uh, we decided that we were going to call slash text people that we greatly enjoyed and tell them how much we enjoy them. So, like, very positive <laughs> drunk dialing. Oh, yeah. Um, 
So we, we called Sarah, uh, another coworker of ours, and told her how much we appreciate her. Um, and she was like at work, like at a party or something like that. And she <laughs> talked to us for a little while. It was very nice of her. She did mm -hmm. not have to because we were very drunk. She just said, <laughs> okay, put the phone down. And okay, we bye. And kept talking. And uh, we called our friend Elise and left her a message that she will not tell us what it says. <laughs> All, she, the only thing she will say is that she greatly enjoyed the message. Um, and then we texted Megan for like yep. several hours. It like was a Julia different... texted me and you messaged me on Instagram. She didn't have my number. <laughs> I have it now because Julia put yes. it in my phone. And it is, mm -hmm. it is in my phone as Megan from work. And it will stay and that not way. Changed it. it will stay that <laughs> way because it's just like a nice memory um, that I don't actually remember. So that is the origin story of our friendship. Yep. Yep. Just being like, I was bombarded with text messages. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, they really like me. Cool. I have friends yeah. with me. I have friends at work now. <laughs> it was great. Um, it was. You were very polite about it because you could go, let me go to bed now. And then we text you for another like 20 oh minutes. Oh my God. I was so tired. And I was like, I want to go to bed, guys. And then you would just, both of you just flat out ignored me. Yes. <laughs> and we're like, but this and but this. But we love you. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you guys want to get drunk, drunk text messages from Julia and I, uh, hit us up at shit I think is cool podcast at gmail.com and uh, we'll figure that out. Uh, logistics is really just get a lot of alcohol and give us your personal information. <laughs> yep. It's pretty much, pretty much the tools we need. My mom's going to listen to this. Yay! Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi, Whitney's mom. <laughs> My mom will not, because she doesn't like swearing and she doesn't know this exists. We, we swear a lot. Also, the title has swearing in it. Exactly. I don't think she'd approve. No, probably not. If this if this ever becomes like an actual thing thing, then I'll tell her about it. Right but then I'll be like, Mom, yeah. here's a like disclaimer. We swear a lot. Yeah. Um We can't swear at work, so we swear mm -hmm. not at work. Um Exactly. Yeah. Uh and so where am I? Language and suggestibility. Back into Mandela effect. <laughs> After a huge tangent there. Yep. Uh I get a lot of spam calls. Um, even the smallest adjustment in the question, such as like changing the article or uh, some some. I'm gonna start that again. No, yeah, no, we're fine. Um, such as the article, yeah, cool. Need a nap. Uh, can alter the response. So if you say to someone, "Did you see a stop sign?" They can answer with yes or no, like either they saw one or they didn't. Um, it's much more uh, of a truthful response versus if you ask someone if you saw if they saw the stop sign meaning that there was a stop sign so if it's there they probably saw it so they're going to answer with yes more than likely uh so that that changes the uh answer to the question uh mm -hmm. so it's really again it just goes back to changing the verbs or the articles and it changes the result of the question so uh in 1973 uh, there was another study that uh, people were asked uh, about the height of a basketball player. Uh, so when they asked how tall is the basketball player, they usually got higher guesses uh, that he was taller. Uh, asking how short is the player usually resulted in uh, guesses of the player's height, you know, 
Sure. Um, Makes sense. Yes. I don't know that many short basketball players. I'm sure there are some. I'm just not a basketball person. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much. I know I know that short ones exist because they're like the point guard or something. I don't know. I don't, I, I haven't, yeah. Okay, cool. Maybe? I don't know. I said yes I don't like know. I knew. Yeah, and I was uh... really excited. <laughs> I, I used to like basketball a lot in like middle school and early high school, and now I don't care. I used to tell people I like basketball, but mm-hmm. I never did. Um, I think my, my interest really did not go beyond Space Jam. Ha! Never uh, seen that. Offense. I know. Offense. This is where we started talking about the Muppets for some god awful Yes, that is how that started. I don't know how they're not related. but No, we you went from Looney Tunes to Muppets. Yes. So, you know, there's a remake. It's fine. Uh, we're not going to go down that road again. Cause it nope. Was like, it was, it was like long. Like five minutes. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Mandela effect. Mandela effect. So presuppositions. Uh, a presupposition is an implication through chosen language. So if a person asks you uh, what shade of blue is the wallet, the questioner is uh, basically saying, the translation is... Uh, the translator. The translation is saying uh, that the wallet is blue, what shade is it? So you can infer that there's a fact that the wallet is blue. And if that's true, then uh, it's a true effect. So you're going to get more me- more real memories and more information. If that's a false memory and the wallet wasn't blue, like it was yellow, um, the respondent is still going to assume that the wallet was blue, so they're going to change their responses based on that information. So they're not. It's going to be a false effect. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm yeah, because like it's it's like um kind of like the power of suggestion. Kind yes. of like if you suggest that something is a certain way, then you're more likely to go along with it. Yes, um, because you don't want to be wrong. Um, yeah, and it's it's similar to that. Um, I forget what it's called, but like the. Um, I I forget the actual name of this theory, but I think it has something to do with who wants to be a millionaire, where if like, if you, um, if you go around a room and say, like, the, the answer that you think something is and do it individually, whoever the first person is, everyone else is more likely to go along with that because they're, if, because they think that everyone else knows more than they do. Right. Does that make sense? I don't know yeah. why I'm. I I swear it has something to do with who wants to be a millionaire, like gauging the audience. But I don't remember what the actual theory is called. Well, we'll look it up, and maybe yeah. we'll cover it one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm gonna skip the boring stuff that really just elaborates on that because, like, I feel like we got it. We're good, mm-hmm. y'all. Um, so Sounds good. The the fun stuff. Yeah, fun stuff. Which is the commonly held false memories, which are these. Uh, contradictions that we all remember so Bernstein bears which is the first one mm-hmm. uh, other such examples in popular culture uh the Bernstein bears or Bernstein bears uh can mistakenly be thought to be spelled as the Bernstein bears so when I was a kid I never I was too old I think or just was not a reader when the Bernstein bears Bernstein bears sorry um it's Bernstein I think so too mm-hmm. it's just more natural Bernstein's not easy to say but also, mm-hmm. it was not. That's not something that's like really strong in my mind either way. Just there, right. it's easier to say. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you've been talking for how long have we been talking? Eighty-six minutes and fifty-five seconds. An hour and okay. twenty-six minutes. 
Thank you. <laughs> you get me. I got uh, you. <laughs> I saw the blank stare. <laughs> I was like, I can't do math. Uh, um, uh, another example is um, people recall seeing the portrait, famous portrait of Henry VIII holding a turkey leg in one hand. Um, and I did look this up just because I was like, is that real? It's like, is there something that can be misconstrued? And the closest I can get is mm -hmm. that there's one picture where he's standing is my elbow again. Oh, um, no. He has his hand on his hip and there's a, a brown glove in his hand, but it doesn't look like a turkey leg. So mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah, I actually looked that up too last time. Really? And I found it's, the same thing. Yeah. It's like, if you look really fast, maybe, but like, not mm -hmm. really. Yeah. Um, another one is Curious George with a tail. Some remember him having a tail. Uh, he does not have a tail. Mm -hmm. He's a chimpanzee. <laughs> they don't have tails. Mm -mm. Um, nope. uh, one of the, probably the most popular and uh, most recent ones that has come out is the, a false memory of a 1990s movie titled Shazam, starring Sinbad as a genie. And uh, people believe that this is a completion with the movies uh, Sinbad the Sailor movies, the animated movies that came out in 1994, and the movie Kazam that came out in 1996, which featured a genie played by Shaquille O'Neal. And uh, some people believe that that's the case. Uh, however, I do know people that remember seeing Shazam enough that they could quote lines from the movie. Uh, we actually have a coworker who remembers this, uh, so it's hard to say. Mm -hmm. uh, I will were say. The, sorry. Yeah. I was going to say, were the quotes from Kazam? Or were I they totally. Okay. Because uh, I, I, I don't remember Kazam well enough. Okay. Uh, I've, the only reason I know Kazam is from, um, I think, How Did This Get Made? Or We Hate Movies, one of them. One of the, like, the bad movie it, podcasts. It could, it could be either one. <laughs> exactly. Y'all uh, made some interesting movie choices uh -huh. in the 90s. Uh, there was another one where he, he's, I don't want to, I want to say he's a robot, but not really a robot. Or he wears an arm, I don't know, whatever. Real Steel? No. That's a different movie. He's in some movies. Yeah, he is. That's, that's all I will say. But He's in Sin some movies. Sinbad, um, actually, because he is a comedian and uh, a great sport in general, in life, he, as a an April Fool's joke a couple years ago, recorded the uh, a trailer of Shazam um, as an April Fool's joke and released it. <laughs> I love that. And it was recorded like it was on a VHS tape. It was brilliant and the funniest thing. I actually did for a second believe it. I was like, it is real. And then I realized what day it was. So <laughs> um, another one, this is one that I remember uh, specifically. Tank Man in Tiananmen Square. Uh, the guy, he's like standing in front of a line of tanks and uh, they all stop and they don't, they don't go around him even though it's a big old road. But logistic wise, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But um, I remember him being killed. I remember that story, not obviously seeing it, but like I remember him being killed by running, being mm -hmm. run over by a tank. Um, but apparently that didn't happen. He just climbed on top of the tank and was not killed. I think he yelled at them from the top of the tank. Either way, <laughs> very brave man with a plastic bag mm -hmm. in his hand. Um, I'm glad he. Yeah, I've seen the photo. Uh, I didn't. I don't think I had an opinion, or not an opinion. I don't think I had a theory like either way. But I know I've seen the photo before. Right. I, I don't, like, again, it's like, do I remember that? But I, I do remember it well enough that I'm like, is that true? Because it wasn't on the list. I added it. Mm 
Um, oh yeah, yeah. I've I've read that as being um, one, of them. one of them before. Okay. Um, the Statue of Liberty has moved. Um, this was uh, according to a video that is on the fandom page that is mandelaeffect.fandom.com. Is that what it was? Yep. I think. <laughs> well, I don't know why well, I said yep. <laughs> Again, we just we just want to be right. <laughs> yep. uh, mandelaeffect.fandom.com. That was right. Now I have to find yeah. that place again. Stand by. Presuppositions. Call me. Um, I make these noises all the time. Uh, it's just how my brain works. Okay, so mm-hmm. the, the, there's a video about it. It also can be found on YouTube. Uh, so if you want to look it up, rock on. Uh, other people report changes to the Bible. Uh, some people report changes to the Shrek soundtrack. That one that. is fascinating to me. Right? I want to know what it was no one elaborated and i looked for a mm-hmm. while and there was just like do you remember this like all the songs that are do you remember them being different songs and that was pretty much it yeah the only thing i do know was that um the very beginning with uh, all star was originally just a placeholder they weren't going to keep it in the movie with like the um somebody once told, told me meow 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 um uh, yeah, I, I meow lyrics sometimes, but uh, <laughs> I just kind of did it. Not the um, weirdest thing that we've done today. Yeah, but I, uh, the test audience loved it so much that they kept it in. <laughs> so that's the only thing that I, like, that's the only, like, Shrek fact that I know that's, like, music related. That's pretty cool, though. As opposed to all um, the other Shrek facts I know. <laughs> I have no other Shrek facts. I don't I have any someone, either. <laughs> someone else was recording it, and then they had... Uh, if they died or something happened and then uh maybe that's not true yeah my shrek facts are not facts they are mm-hmm. things that i think i vaguely remember <laughs> based on watching a lot of really weird videos on youtube yes um so another one is the number of states in the united states uh some people believe it is less remember it being less than 50 uh and some people remember it being more than 50 uh, I believe that we should have 52 because mm-hmm. uh, Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico. Which, yeah, makes total sense. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I remember it being 50. Um, yeah. The number of times Billy Graham died, and Billy Graham is a evangelist. Uh, he either died many years ago or relatively recently. Uh, no one really knows. So, well, people know. Obviously we know. People remember it being different. Right, we right. know when he died, technically. Um, so unless he's still alive and just gonna go for a, a, a what's the hockey term for three? Oh, a hat, hat trick. trick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got I you. Some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but you... I got it. We're good. Yep. Okay. Some conspiracy theories suggest that the people at CERN, the European Organization for Nuclear Research, are using particle accelerators to alter realities. Which is a very strong uh, conspiracy theory that I do not believe, but I think it's funny. Uh, some commentators have speculated about difference, differences in alternate realities as an explanation for such false memories. Uh, so, moving on from there, we go into parallel universes and Whee! virtual realities. Uh, so, one theory based on principles the principles of quantum mechanics holds that people who experience the Mandela effect have slid between parallel realities. 
uh, like the science fiction TV series Sliders, starring Jerry O'Connell. Uh, does not hold up over time. Uh, mm-hmm. The 90s were a weird <laughs> time for hairstyles. <laughs> I have nothing to elaborate on that. Just as it was. Um, after growing up in a universe where it was the Berenstein Bears, for example, some people one day woke up in uh, an alternate reality where it's now the Berenstain Bears. And I appreciate that this is the hallmark of the Mandela effect, even though it's named after a whole yep. effect. But people are stuck on this Berenstein Berenstain Bear thing. Definitely. I am. <laughs> Another... <laughs> Another theory posits that unbeknownst to ourselves, we all exist within something resembling a uh, holodeck which is a thing from Star Trek that is like a virtual re- <laughs> virtual reality experience uh, for recreational purposes. But they use that example, not the Matrix. Which is a choice. That um, is a choice. Either way, it's like a, it's a thing. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so like the Matrix, if you've not seen the movie, spoiler alert, everything that's in like our world is fake. It's a computer-generated mm-hmm. thing. Um, in this model, uh, apparent memory glitches are actually software glitches that actually consist of in our perception of reality. So glitches in the matrix are just software glitches. Makes sense. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so did I not? I, I did. I took out the question. There was another question in here that was really <laughs> a copy and paste, and I was like, I'm mm-hmm. not even going to read that this time. Um but yeah, so that is the Mandela effect, and uh, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's such a cool theory. I love anything that touches on parallel universes too. Yeah, it's it's, it's just interesting. Neat. Yeah, because I mean, there's so much in the universe we don't understand. Exactly. So it could be something mm-hmm. um, that we haven't yet discovered. Uh, yeah. I have a bunch of uh, space-related things I have added today to my topic or to my yes. list of topics because I found a. Uh, I found a website that I enjoyed. Uh, nice. So we'll be going into some space-related things at some point as well. Um, cool. I'm glad you're interested in that. It's not that I'm not interested in space. It's just, like, too big for yes. me, and it freaks me out, so I don't like to get into it. The It's expanding all the time. I know. It's, ugh, it's weird. Or, or it's creepy. not, if you believe the great attractor theories. So, <laughs> moving on. We'll get into that later. <laughs> That's a different topic. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think we've been I think we've been talking your ear off uh, long enough. How many? How long have we been talking? Ninety-seven minutes and fifty-seven seconds. An hour and thirty-seven. An hour and thirty-eight minutes. She gets me. <laughs> um. Instacart. Oh yes. Okay. So she wrote down the things we needed to remember to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are staying at home trying to avoid going out into public because of this whole pandemic thing, uh, click the link in our episode description to get free delivery from Instacart for groceries uh, for orders over $35. Does that make sense? Was that cohesive? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're good. I kind of jumped all over the place. But click the link to get free grocery delivery for orders over $35. There you go. Uh, and that'll be in the uh, description of the episode. So, yeah. Um, on top of that, uh, we may have some cool things coming up in the near future. Mm-hmm. And that'll be great. Yeah. And then 
Wear a mask. Black Lives Matter. Oh, and follow us at Should I Think Is Cool uh, at, on Instagram and uh, email us your weird stories at Should I Think Is Cool Podcast at gmail dot org dot com. Dot org. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. It's fine. Okay, have a nice day, guys. Bye. <laughs>